Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Ephesians chapter 6. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would be strengthened, that we would stand for you, that we would look to your strength and your power to do that. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Ephesians 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, in order that it may be well with you, and you may live a long time on the earth. And fathers, do not make your children angry, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, in the sincerity of your heart, as to Christ not while being watched as people-pleasers, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, serving with good will as to the Lord and not to people. Because you know that each one of you, whatever good he should do, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether slave or free. And masters do the same things to them, giving up threats, knowing that both their Lord and yours is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. Finally, become strong in the Lord and in the might of his strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the stratagems of the devil. Because our struggle is not against blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world rulers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Because of this, take up the full armor of God, in order that you may be able to resist in the evil day, and having done everything, to stand. Stand, therefore, girding your waist with truth, and putting on the breastplate of righteousness, and binding shoes under your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace. In everything, taking up the shield of faith, with which you are able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and receive the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, with all prayer and supplication, praying at all times in the Spirit, and to this end, being alert with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that a word may be given to me at the opening of my mouth, to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for the sake of which I am an ambassador in chains, that in them I may speak freely, as it is necessary for me to speak. Now, so that you may know my circumstances, what I am doing, Tychicus, my dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will make known to you all things, whom I have sent to you for this very reason, that you may know our circumstances, and he may encourage your hearts. Peace to the brothers and love, with faith from God the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ in incorruptibility. Well, that's our reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 5, Paul started discussing relationships with verse 21, being subject to one another out of reverence for Christ. Then he explained the marriage relationship. The marriage relationship is the beginning of the family, So now, in chapter 6, Paul continues talking about relationships as he talks about children. 
children are to obey their parents. This is the fifth commandment in the Ten Commandments. Then Paul adds instruction to the fathers. It is the job of fathers to teach children discipline and instruction in the Lord, but not in a hard way, making children angry, in a loving way. Then he moves on to instructing slaves. In that society, a household would include the slaves. This was not the brutal slavery of the American South that we have heard about, but it was still slavery. The slaves were members of the house, and Paul tells them to obey their masters as to Christ. Instead of thinking of their earthly masters, they should be thinking of Christ as they do their work. Then Paul says to masters that they do the same to them. That seems sort of odd in a master-slave relationship, but a good master serves his slaves, as Jesus does for us. So Paul reminds masters that they and their slaves both report to the Lord as their master. The Bible never says to abolish slavery, but it says a lot about attitudes. The problem in the United States is that we abolish slavery, but we didn't fix the attitudes. And the attitudes are the real problems. They just show up more when one person has more power than the other. So abolishing slavery helped to take away the opportunity for the wrong attitudes to end up with wrong action, or at least it made the bad action less damaging. Unfortunately, you cannot make a law about attitudes. That change has to come from inside. Then Paul talks about the armor of God. He pictures us as soldiers in a battle and names the defenses that we have against the spiritual forces. He says to stand, to stand our ground. He lists truth, righteousness, good news of peace, faith, salvation, and the word of God. Then he adds in verse 18, with all prayer and supplication, praying at all times in the spirit. Then Paul asks them to be praying for him so that he can speak as he should there in prison. He ends with very brief personal news and greetings, just saying that Tychicus, who was probably carrying the letter, will fill them in on the personal details. And now for a deeper dive. The armor of God is a fun metaphor. It makes for great kids' Bible studies or a vacation Bible school. But Paul didn't put this in the letter for fun or for children. Paul is saying that there is a fight going on, and you need armor to defend yourself. The point of this armor is to stand. This armor isn't for us to go out and win territory. It is for us to hold the territory that God has conquered for us and put us in charge of guarding. He says that Satan and his forces of wickedness will be attacking us, and we need all of this armor to protect us from their weapons. There is only one offensive weapon mentioned, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. This isn't a spear or a bow for longer-range fighting, but a sword for up-close fighting. These things are vital for keeping us from the attacks of Satan. He starts out with the belt of truth. We have to want the truth and love the truth. Then the breastplate of righteousness. We should realize our righteousness is from God, not from ourselves. At the same time, we should desire righteousness and want to work with God to get rid of sin in our lives. Then putting the good news on our feet. Jesus coming for us, dying for us, 
being raised for us. Then the shield of faith. We believe, trust, have faith in Jesus. Faith in anything else will not protect us. The helmet of salvation. We have been saved from our sins. We are forgiven. We need to know that so the devil doesn't tell us otherwise to get us down. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. We need the Bible. Some attacks are very close at hand, and we need to be in the Word to stand our ground. And then prayer. He doesn't liken that to any one piece of armor. He just says we need to pray at all times. So, do we realize that we are under attack? And have we put on all of the armor that God has given us? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.